Hello and welcome to The Unfit Pundit. I am your host, Alex Kaufman. Today we're getting to a little bit of Spurs, um, how their season's gone thus far, uh, what I'm thinking about, what how their season has gone. Um, talked about their, their win at the weekend, uh, of course, 3-2 to Wolverhampton Wolves, if you guys have not heard it yet. Uh, sorry if I ruined those results for the few of you who haven't watched yet. Or the few of you who listen to this, um, yeah. So far, uh, Spurs are fourth right now uh, on twenty-four points, right above Arsenal by a point, below Liverpool. Probably where they probably they should be, honestly. Um, with the with the injuries they've had right now so far, with the fatigue from the World Cup, not kind of not getting out of second gear yet, or first gear rather, they. I, They've done well. I mean, you can't really fault anyone. It's kind of a miracle, in a sense, because Mauricio Pochettino has kind of gotten this team of very tired players and very, uh, very just kind of weird. It's been a weird feeling at Spurs right now. It's very apathetic. The fan base is kind of, you know, waiting for the stadium to open kind of waiting for some summer or waiting for the January window so we can get some signings in. Um, and, and you feel, you feel for Poach, you know, he came out with those comments saying it's the worst feeling he's been, he's worse he's felt in the five years he's been here. But, um, I, I don't think that'll make him go to Real Madrid. I'll talk about that a little later. I want to get into the January transfer period stuff, but uh, 3-2 at the weekend. Wolves, very good side. They're very, very good side, Wolves. I don't think it can be understated how good they are. for their, It's their first season back. Most of those guys have never played in Premier League. I don't think any of them have played in Premier League. Um, probably Jean is the only one who's really gotten top-level experience with Monaco. And I only say that because Champions League two years ago, or the past two years, I should say. So, very, very tough game for Spurs. Um, I thought they did well as a whole. You know, those three goals were all pretty well worked. Um, unlucky to give away the two penalties. Foyth, I thought was I, I Honestly, I thought he was incredible. I thought he played very, very well. He was very unlucky to give away the, the second penalty. First one was probably about right. Uh, just kind of missed time. Wasn't, wasn't really expecting Jimenez. Because he's not the trickiest of strikers to, to kind of let the ball go when he, when he did. so. Uh, but it's a learning curve for him. I mean, well, he's 19 or 20, you know, 18 months. Uh, Davison Sanchez Jr. And it's, it was his first Premier League start. I mean, you can't you can't fault the kid. I'm kidding. He's my age, I should say. The, the guy for, for doing that. I mean, he's playing at the top level with... Wolves, who are a very tough team, got points off of Man City. Um, was it Liverpool? No, no. Can't remember. I think no, it was Liverpool. Got points off of Liverpool and uh, Man City. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Please. Um, I, I, yeah, he, he dealt with human as well. He dealt with Karen Trippier's faults and all of them very well. I got into him in a sec, uh, trips, but 
Yeah, I think his movement with his feet, the the way he can move the ball and pass it from out from um, from the back, is exactly what how Pochettino wants to play. And I always wanted him to play midfield, right? I thought take Dyer, throw him back to center back, plug Foyth into the center defensive midfield next to Wings, and then, I mean it, it seems like a perfect fit. But now, after after watching him against Wolves and of course West Ham um, in the midweek, who he again played very well, probably better that game, um, especially against Mikel Antonio, who's kind of a brute of a man. But yeah, I I think you can play fourth now in a back three on the right side, and you kind of receive that ball, be the outlet from the back. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the first choice because he's not going to be the first choice with Sanchez, Vertonghen, and Alderweireld when they're all when they're all healthy. But I definitely think you can start using him now to rebuild that. Um, I guess you can call it four or a, uh, you can call it a five, you can call it a three backs, whatever you want. But that that formation that works so well for Spurs, the four two, what four two one. One one. I don't know. It was it was always it was always changing. The Spurs really don't have a tactical identity, tactical identity or formation rather. But I, I, I there's a point where Foyth looks like he needs game time, and I, I think we're at that point. He you know he was a little young last year, had his couple outings in the uh, FA and League Cup, if, if I remember correctly. And he looked good. He looked great. Got obviously on the Golden Boy nominee list. Um, I think we're kind of at this crossroads with him, similar to Kyle Walker Peters, although that was probably two years ago, his crossroads. Um, I, I don't think Poach wants to make that same mistake that he's made with Kyle Walker Peters. So playing Foyth, this game was perfect. Playing him against Cardiff next time. Playing him against Huddersfield, Newcastle, maybe not Newcastle, the little, well, I don't know, probably Newcastle, probably Newcastle. But you know, just giving him those games, and there's nothing wrong with it. He's he did well, you know. If you're if you're scared about it, play him in batch three. That's fine. I I don't think he's ill-equipped to do so. He's very good. Again, he's very good at snuffing out danger. He's he's very aggressive. Very, very aggressive. That that um, last ditch effort against West Ham uh, on on Wednesday, and, and a couple of just like very bullying tackles. I I really liked his tenacity, and he's kind of a pest, much like uh, his countryman Lamella is on, on the field with the not so much with the press, but with the showing in. Fear, he's fearless, is, is what it comes down to. So. Yeah, I I really like Ford. I'd even, I'd even maybe experiment with him at, at right back the way uh, Trips has been, which which said ways into uh, the conversation of Taron Trippier and kind of our fullbacks. Um, now let's be honest, Trips is just not. I don't know. He had a great World Cup, played wing back. That's where he should be. He should be a wing back. And if Spurs aren't playing the back three, there's no place for him. I'm, I'm sorry. He's just he's not. Great one on one defensively. Yes, I know he's been out. 
He's been hung out to dry a couple of times um, on the right side with being isolated, but there's no two ways about it. He can't keep up with some of those pacey winners, and they're just getting pacier and quicker off the first step in the Premier League now. You know, everyone it doesn't have to be someone like like Adama Traore or Leroy Sané. It was Helder Costa today, or uh, against Wolves. It was even Raul Jimenez was giving him trouble. I, I I just don't see a world where if we're not playing a back three, he can be in the the lineup. You know, Serge Aurier's had had a couple of good games now, coming back from injury. I still think, even though he's good for a, a mistake or two, whether it be a uh, a vital mistake or not, I think Aurier is just the better fit. I, I think he's more he's better equipped to defend one-on-one just because of his aggression. And uh, he can get up and down that flank. Him and Suzoko have a very good understanding of, uh, understanding of each other. And it just seems like he's slowly becoming the number one. Unless Kyle Walker-Peters comes on, takes another chance, or takes a chance, because he didn't take the chance against West Ham, albeit against Mikel Antonio, who, again, is a brute of a man, uh, literally injured uh, Dana Amarty last week at Leicester, so, because he just pushed him over, and Amarty fell on his, on his left leg, and I think broke it completely, so... Yeah, if you don't play Tyler Walker Peters there, and if you're not playing Aria, I, I wouldn't play Trips. I, I would play. I'd play Fourth there. I'd play Eric Dyer there, maybe even. Uh, I mean, that's probably a, a little extreme, but I, I, I do think Fourth could play right back. I think he's quick enough. I think his passing range is decent enough. Um, yeah, I just I don't see Trips being able to stay in this team long term. Um. So we'll see what we'll see what keeps happening. He just Pochettino kind of kind of made a dig at him, although it wasn't directly at him. But I do think it was a bit. Um, I think it was very much, very much directed at him and maybe a little bit Elder Wild um, after the game in his press conference, saying pulling up the uh, pulling up the quote right now. Um. You know better than me that it is it is like this, speaking about um, after Dembele got injured, which we'll, we'll talk about in a sec, um, about how, how, how Spurs adapt. That was the question, about how Spurs adapt after Dembele came off. Um, you know better than me what it is like, and that's why I'm happy with the three points, but I'm disappointed we are talking about experienced players and not the younger ones that can learn. Which again, he he talked about Foyth being the one that can learn, but saying that about the experienced players was very telling of of where his mind was at at the time. So I I, I think he realizes it, but I also think he realizes he doesn't have another option. If you think about it, I mean, you got Ari and KWP, who he doesn't seem to trust either of them that greatly. Um, I, I, it's definitely going to be a, a place to look at in January um, if they are looking to invest anything in January. So, 
Um, speaking of another position that they need to address in January, uh, center midfield, center central midfield. Sorry about that. Um, it was Sissoko and Wings in, in the center this this uh, this game just because of the Dembele injury, who doesn't look good. That that injury did not look good. I I don't know if he will be around for for December, which is kind of when he picks up form anyway. That uh, is Dembele. And if that's the case, I don't know if we'll be able to sell him in January. Uh, if that was the plan, which I, I have a feeling it was. So, especially to China, because they'll be looking, all those mid-table teams in China, you know. But um, I, I thought for, for what it's worth, Suzoko was good. I, he's been good for three games now, three games he started. Um, came against West Ham, did a job, kind of was the senior player, the calm head. Um, and he's done well. He, he, he can get the ball. He looks like uh, his confidence is back. He's kind of running through the midfield like Winks has been. Um, I, I mean, it's it's promising. He still can't get, deliver a final ball. He still can't, um, you know, he's still in, insanely, what's the word I'm looking for, insanely inconsistent player in, in all in his touches and everything he does. But for now, I mean, for uh, for the role he's playing for a squad player, I I like him. I I I've never been a huge fan of Suzoko, but I I liked him in this role. I liked what he's doing, and I'm happy for him. I, I think he's I think he's gotten a lot of a uh, lot of stick from fans forever now, and you know, good good for him. I'm, I'm happy for Musa. So um, that doesn't mean we need that solve that we don't need to invest in the summer because we do or summer and even the winter if we can uh, that's obviously one of the weakest points of the squad barring the left I mean barring the uh, center back I mean center back I'm so sorry barring the uh, fullback positions so uh, there's also a concern with Wanyama in my opinion I think he played okay against West Ham he's still not I, I, it's the knees man I think he's got the degenerative Degenerative uh, knee issues that um, you know it's been said that the same ones that Steve Nash had that kind of ended his career early in uh, the NBA, which is fine, but that means we need to get rid of him because he's not going to be worth much in a year on from now. So definitely gonna need to look at that um there were there were talks of Declan Rice and um Wilmar Barrios who uh Wilmar Bar- Barrios I still don't know is actually a rumor uh Alistair Gold of London has always been uh coy to deflect that one as well as uh, Ben Pierce with Yahoo Sports and ESPN so I I don't, I don't know if he's the right fit anyway I think he's a bit He's a bit of a of a um, hot-headed player, someone who kind of loses the from what I could, could take from his World Cup performances. To be fair to him, so but Declan Rice, I think, would be a very good player to come in. Really like Declan Rice, Declan Rice's game. I think he's um, I think he's fantastic on the ball. He's got great positional awareness. Really defends his back line very well. 
Um, I think he's he's a lot of the reason why Issa Diop and um, Balbuena have become West Ham's first choice. I think he, he just guards them very well, and he and they've been able to kind of create their partnership because of him um, having that extra layer of protection there. So definitely uh, someone to that if if these contract disputes with him are correct, if West Ham are kind of shy to give him what, what he wants yet. I think Spurs should just swoop in and if they can't get him in January, you know, sign him on a uh on an early contract release and I mean that'd be that he's a great young player. I I'd love to have him, so um but speaking of January, I, I think there needs to be an investment in in all of January. Um not in all parts of the squad and I, I think if, the, if that doesn't happen, there is a very good chance that Poach does want to go to Real Madrid. Is that, I don't know if he makes that mistake twice. I mean, he, he's come out and said, you know, there's, you know, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm staying my contract. I'm not leaving. But you, you just wonder. I mean, it's Real Madrid. You can have any player he wants. You can have Hazard. You can have Deli. You can bring Deli with him. You can bring Kane with him. I mean, and if he leaves, obviously, you know, Spurs are kind of this era of Spurs, this rebuild of Spurs is kind of done. But um, I, I remain optimistic because he is saying this so often. Even even though he said the whole comment about, you know, it's been his worst feeling. I, I, I do remain optimistic because I, I do think he really does believe in this this project and that he wants to be more than just... Uh, more than just the guy who took him this far. I think he wants to stick it out no matter how long it takes. Uh, I really do think he wants to be someone who's there for 20 years or so, 15, 20 years. Um, maybe not that long, 10 years probably. But but there, there needs to be an investment in the in the depth of the squad. Obviously, central, midf- central midfield is the big one. Uh, tons of links to... Uh, Tangale Namdambele, I, I can't say that first name, but but Namdambele, who I, I've been scouting, he's been he's phenomenal. I really liked his game. Plays deep, but likes to attack. Keeps the ball at all costs. Very Dembele esque, uh, Musa Dembele esque, I should say. He uh, he he has an eye, a keen eye for passing, which is something Dembele has never quite had. I should say forward passing. Um, He's got a good passing range at that, and he's he's very creative for what he is. So, and still young, what, 21, 22? I, I think he'd be a steal if they did him below. The last reported rate was 80 mil, which, eh, I mean, it's probably fair for him, especially if someone like Man City is looking at him as a backup to um, Fernandinho, but... Yeah, golly, 80 mil is a lot. A 50 mil would probably be a perfect price tag if Spurs get him. Obviously, they want less. 40 was the original price this summer, but he's he's put in. He's you know he's a French international now. He's putting a lot of good performances for OL in the Champions League as well as uh, in Ligue 1. So, oh, there's also talks of Frankie De Jong and uh, and or Donny Van de Beek. I like I like both of them. I think Frank Day's Frank Day owned is very good uh central def, uh central midfielder as far as 
the defensive his defensive side of the game and his distribution from from the deep line midfield position. Uh, he's very uh, Jorginho esque or Jorginho esque. I think he would be the perfect fit to a get rid of Wanyama. Finally, I should say finally. I, I what Wanyama's done at Spurs when he was healthy and when he was great has been fantastic. I love him as a person and as a player. But you know, obviously, if the injuries catch up, we we can't just sit here and rest on our lulls. So. But definitely, um, Frankie De Jong obviously, obviously can play center back as well if he needed to. He's just so young and so untested. I just wonder if that's the, the move that that Poach wants to take right now. I, I think it is still, but we'll, we'll find out. And then uh, Donny van de Beek is a bit, you know, kind of been in this Netherlands setup now for a while with um, Ronald Koeman calling him up. I think since his first his first uh, game in charge, and he's kind of been their their mainstay, their central figure there, and he's very good at both sides of the ball. He can, he's great at attacking, not so much of a finisher, but he definitely looks for that that final uh, final pass. Uh, controls the midfield well, you know, lets you get up and down. Like I said, I I, I like I like him. And if he's not getting into the AX team all the time because of uh, Lassa Shone and uh, Zayek, and he's looking for somewhere to go, I, I'd, I'd take him, you know, 30, 35 mil. I think that'd be a steal, honestly, and he can turn into a very good player for us. And, yeah, I, mean, I think it's an upset on him. I think fullback-wise, I think we need to start investing. You know, Danny Rose dealing with these injuries, it's not great. Ben Davies looked he looked better against Wolves, I have to say. Um, especially he had a couple of uh, cutback passes that were really really nice. But again, I don't think you can the way Spurs play. I don't think you can just rest on on Ben Davies being our first choice. Um, it's just not dynamic enough. I I hate to say it, but um, so you know that left side of of, of the. The fullbacks, you know, there's people like Ryan Bertrand, I, I think, can, can really still do a lot. Even though he's 27, 28 now. Um, obviously, probably wouldn't go for cheap, especially because Southampton's kind of uh, in the gutter right now. Um, in, their, in their standings, you know, 16, 7 points, not doing too hot. He's kind of been their, their best player for 4 or 5 years now. Um, but I'd really like to see him. I think I think Poch should do, do a lot with him, and that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, there's also you know there's people like Jose Diaz, Jose Gaia out there who plays for Valencia, and he's been pretty good now. He's a young, 23 year old. Uh, he's been good for Valencia for a couple of years now. Uh, also, Alex Teos, um, over at FC Porto, who's also been very good for a couple of years now, and we I think we were linked with him. I want to say in the summer, early summer, though, very early summer. Um, and on the other side of things, I think which it might need more attention than the left side. It's probably right back. Um, I'd go back in for Benjamin Pavard if they were ever in for him. I think, you know, Stuttgart, it's going to be it's gonna be a heavy price to Stuttgart at the bottom of the table right now in Bundesliga. But 
He's, he was he's so good in that World Cup, Benjamin Pavard. He was so good. He's a big dude. He's quick. His pass, you know, he's got great crossing. And he's young. He's 20, 21. And you know, he made that joke in the World Cup how, you know, two years ago from then, no one knew France didn't know him, and now he's a, now he's a superstar. So I, I yeah I really like him. I think he's got a great great head on his shoulders. Very smart. Um, and then I think learning him away from Stuttgart would be a, he- a hefty price. So we'll, we'll we'll see on that. There's also um, Denzel Dumfries who actually played Spurs in the PSV game. He's there right back. Kind of just got into the uh, Netherlands setup. You know he's a full international now. Um, he's kind of, he's come on. He's a big dude. You know kind of burly. Um, even though he's only what, 23, 22, he's not, he's not very old. Um, definitely one to look out for though. I, I, I really think he could do something for Spurs if they wanted to go in for him. Probably wouldn't be in January though. Um, but the way PSV are trying to go for a second title here, uh, in the year to visit. There's also people like, uh, Kenny Tetti, who's playing for OL, if we're going to keep poaching off of OL, if we even do with Nam Dembele. Which I also want uh, Memphis Depay to come in that deal. I, I do him anything for Memphis Depay, man. He's I think he's really quality. But um, Kenny Tetti, um, I can't think of any uh, any other right backs right now that I'd like to see. But I, you know, there's there's tons of players out there, tons of talented players. And if we're not gonna go with KWP, and if you don't trust Aria yet. I I don't see an out for trips unless we're going with the back three. So definitely something to think about in January. We have to, we have to, we have to invest. Because I, I don't think Poch is happy that there's not enough depth in the squad. And that's that that might bleed into something worse later on. And if, you know, if we're not getting top four, if we're not winning FA Cup, League Cup. You know, if we come out of the season with getting out of the group stage and no and no silverware, it's not gonna be great. And no top four finish, that's not it's not gonna be great for anyone. So definitely gonna be uh, an interesting couple months here. Of course I'm gonna look dumb when we're flying in, in December, everyone's cured of their injuries and we don't need anyone because everyone's back. But um well we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a fun it's been a fun season so far. Very, very much apathetic in the past couple of weeks, but um, there's only up from here, and I, I don't see Spurs really not making top four, even with our, our thin squad. And I know Arsenal's flying. They're doing well. Kudos to them. Not really. I don't care about them. Um, but I think we can nick some points off of Chelsea when we play them. I think next time around Liverpool, definitely we'll nick some points off of them. Um, Man City were unlucky. Honestly, they did a draw there. If it wasn't for that, that mistake by Trips, I, I think we could have pulled out with a a nil nil tie, even a one nil, at that point. Honestly, um, so it'd be interesting. It's gonna be a, a busy week for Spurs. Obviously, playing PSV on Tuesday, um, and then Palace at the weekend, uh, the late kickoff, and then next week we got Chelsea. So it's gonna be a fun, you know, Chelsea Inter Milan. Arsenal, and then we had a little break with Southampton, but um, next to me, good run of games here coming in, coming into 
coming through November into December. Um, very interesting to watch. Going to be, of course, cheering them on as always, like the rest of you. So um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to this, if you are. Um, you can always follow along with all of our updates on The Unfit Pundit, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can follow me at atop double underscore Instagram and um, Twitter. And uh, I usually do use that one a little more, especially because um, The Unfit Pundit right now, you know, we're, we're working on getting, or I'm working on getting the boys back into it. So, yeah, just check check out our our social keep up to date with some of my tweets i'm um, hopefully getting some some good twitter game going here working on it at least and uh yeah i appreciate you guys listening to this and uh hope you're all doing well take care